Have you ever met a stranger and had an instant connection with them? I'm always meeting strangers in the supermarket who engage me in conversation. Most of the time, these strangers enlighten me with some pearls of wisdom or they brighten my day by making me laugh. Every time I have these encounters, I can't help but think about the scripture Hebrews 13 and 2. Don't forget to show hospitality to strangers. For some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing it. After I meet a stranger, I often wonder if I've just entertained an angel. I think about how that person may even be tied to my destiny. Up until a year ago, I volunteered for Meals on Wheels, a wonderful organization that provides meals to elderly and sick people who might otherwise go hungry. I delivered meals weekly to about 10 to 12 people. I always looked forward to those deliveries because the people I delivered to had a way of making me feel so appreciated. Some would be waiting for me at their door with a big smile and warm greeting, and a few of them always had a funny or uplifting story to share that ended with how appreciative they were of me taking time out of my day to deliver them a meal. Sometimes we meet a stranger that ends up being a lifelong friend. Other times we meet a stranger who serves a specific purpose in our life. I make it a point to stay open to the possibilities when I meet someone new. Maintaining a happy and healthy relationship takes work, even if that relationship is with yourself. There's work required to attain and maintain a meaningful life. Anything worth having is worth fighting for, and our relationships are certainly worth the fight. I use my personal struggles and triumphs to inspire my coaching and mentoring practice because I know what it feels like to be unhappy with yourself and in your relationship. I mentor singles on how to attract and find love and couples who are struggling to rekindle the passion and romance in their relationship by offering support and tools to transform their love story. When unhappiness has overwhelmed you, how do you transform your mindset? When a disagreement in your relationship gets you off balance, how do you get back on track? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Your Day and Beyond podcast, episode eight. I'm your host, dating and relationship coach, Shawnette Ahiyabi. So when was the last time you entertained a stranger? Do you notice people around you or are you oblivious? It amazes me how consumed a lot of us have gotten with our own lives that we don't even take time to connect with each other in the most simplistic way, just acknowledging another's presence or looking in their eyes. Some people simply look past people as if they're invisible. I had a theory that if you smile at people, it would instinctively 
actually triggered them to do the same. Putting my theory into practice, I would look directly at people and smile. Some met my smile with a smile or a nod, but then there were those who didn't even acknowledge my existence. You'd be surprised at how uncomfortable some people got by me smiling at them. It's just so weird to me how that simple act of kindness made people uncomfortable. Some people would even look away or look past me like I wasn't there. It does make me curious. Why were they uncomfortable? Maybe they're uncomfortable receiving kindness. I don't know. It just strikes me as odd though, because I believe that people come into our lives for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And if a person never opens themselves up to receive a stranger, I just think they're missing out on something great. Are you open or close to meeting new people? Has a chance meeting with a stranger ended up being a rewarding or disappointing experience for you. Let's begin with prayer and then we'll jump right into today's topic tied to your destiny. God, we come to you today asking for you to open our eyes and our hearts to be a little bit bigger, to be able to receive strangers and entertain strangers because we may be entertaining angels, to not be so focused inward on ourselves that we can't look at a person in their eyes and possibly see that they may need us or they may need prayer or they may need you to know who you are. But if we're looking past people and not looking at them and not seeing them, not seeing the real them, how are we to know if we can't offer some words of encouragement or offer you for them to receive as their savior? God, we just ask that you open our eyes and our hearts. Help us to be more compassionate individuals. Help us to have more humility and be concerned for people and not so consumed in our own lives that we can't think about the next person, what they may need. We may have something that they need, but if we don't pay attention or we don't look or show concern, we would never know. So we ask for you to just come and flood our lives with more humility and more compassion and more love. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. I thank you. Amen and amen. Lately, our lives have become so busy and consumed with distractions that we rarely take time to disconnect and renew our own souls. The Charmed Life newsletter is the perfect escape from all the busyness. Subscribe today and uplift your spirit with my exclusive Charmed Life resources and tools to support a happy and meaningful lifestyle. Go to yourdayandbeyond.com today and subscribe to the Charmed Life newsletter and get practical and easy to implement tips to help you achieve your life goals, self-care resources, simple and adaptable healthy recipes, and so much more. Subscribe by going to yourdayandbeyond.com. What season is your life in? There are six spiritual seasons of life that we cycle through and 
oftentimes the strangers we encounter are tied to our destiny or that season. Ecclesiastes 3.1 tells us for everything there is a season. When we know what season we're in, it's easier to discern how the people in our lives are contributors. The six spiritual seasons are the dry season, the waiting season, grinding season, test and trial season, spiritual warfare season, and happy season. Sometimes we're so busy living that we don't even recognize what season we're in and we unknowingly delay the process because we fight against it instead of understand it and learn what we need to learn so we can change and move on to our next assignment. We do things like hold on to people or things that we need to let go of or we revert back to old thinking patterns that don't serve our higher purpose. Our minds are so powerful. They are awesome at protecting us. Have you ever wondered why it's so hard for you to change unwanted behavior? Especially something you've been doing for years. It's the power of your mind. The mind wants to protect you, so it's resistant to change. We're very much creatures of habit. Our minds would rather stay in the pattern of unwanted behavior rather than support us in transforming our mindset and behavior that serves us in a more fulfilling and meaningful way. Your mind has gotten comfortable with the pain and unpleasant feelings. And because it's comfortable and familiar, even though it's not healthy, the mind still wants to go back to what's comfortable and what's familiar. When you start introducing new thoughts that change your behavior and shift your mindset, your mind becomes a little resistant because it's trying to protect you from the unfamiliar, the new thing you're trying to do. Transformation requires you to be intentional in your efforts and it requires consistency to change the old thought process that is tied to the unwanted behavior. Like begets like. If you want to know about a person's true character, pay attention to the people they spend the most time with. If you look back over the last two to five years of your life and the people who have come into your life and stayed, as well as the people who have come into your life and left, how are they tied to your destiny? Were they there to facilitate a lesson or were they there to help you through difficulties? God is such a loving God. He always has our best interest at heart. When we're in a season of trials and tests, it can really wear us down to the point we feel like we're not going to make it. Life can get really tough sometimes. I can remember when I was a single mother juggling an impossible schedule, going to college, caring for my daughter, working a full-time job, and trying to make ends meet. If that wasn't enough, I was in a relationship with a man who was emotionally unavailable, and the pressure of it all made me want to give up. But there was a lesson in it because I was in a relationship that wasn't what was best for me. I kept trying to force it to be what I needed and wanted because in my mind, if my relationship was working, everything else would line up. 
Things were so chaotic during this time for me and I wasn't doing a good job managing it all. Part of the reason is because I was trying to make something be what it was never intended to be and I held on longer than I was supposed to. Some lessons are harder for us to learn because we fight against what God has planned for us and what the universe is trying to bring to us. Knowing what season we're in opens up our eyes of understanding to discern the purpose of people in our lives and if we need to maintain the relationship or let it go. I do not believe that things just happen in our lives. I believe everything, whether good or bad, has a purpose. Just like I believe every person in our lives serves a purpose. Sometimes it's clear what that purpose is right away. And sometimes it becomes clear later on after they're no longer in our lives. What strangers have you befriended lately? How are they tied to your destiny? Are you in a season of happiness, test and trials, or spiritual warfare? Do you recognize what season you're in? Let's talk about it. Pop on over to my website at yourdayandbeyond.com and share your feedback by leaving me a comment or follow me at yourdayandbeyond on Instagram and leave a comment. I'd love to hear your thoughts about your season and who's tied to your destiny and who's not. Holding on when you need to let go. Have you ever wondered why people stay in relationships that are not good for them? What if you're the one staying in a relationship that you should leave? I know why I stayed in a bad relationship and it's probably for the same reasons that many women stay because we believe that things will get better or that the person will change. Especially if that person attempts on some level to change and corrects the behavior for a short period of time, we sometimes talk ourselves into believing that this short-term behavior is a sign that things are getting back on track and things are changing for the better. That is until the behavior shows up again. I'm the type of woman who loves hard. When I love someone, it is without boundaries. I go in fully committed and fully supporting the person that I love. While many people may appreciate this type of devotion and dedication, sadly, there are some people who don't appreciate it and will take it for granted. When you love someone more than they love you, when you you love someone more than they love you or when you're giving 100% and the person you love is only giving 20%, it can be hard to accept that they aren't as fully vested in you as you are in them. This might not be obvious in the beginning because when love is new, it is more about the infatuation with the newness of it all than it is about a commitment on a deeper level. But as time moves on, in the relationship, it becomes easier to see that the person you're fully committed to is not reciprocating those feelings. That's when we usually start having an internal discussion with ourselves about the significance of our relationship. We may even seek the advice of a friend to determine if what we're seeing and feeling is actually valid. When they say that love is blind, it truly is because we only see what we 
want to see when we're in love. Have you ever tried to advise a friend about their relationship and no matter how valid or factual your points were, they refused to see the reality of the situation? Or have you ever been on the receiving end of someone trying to give you relationship advice and you refuse to see the reality of your situation? Life lessons come in many ways, but I think the lessons that pierce us to the core are those that we learn from failed relationships, especially the ones that we know we should leave but continue to stay in. I remember being so in love with this one particular guy and fighting hard hard for that relationship because I didn't want it to end and I didn't want to end up with a broken heart. But fate would have it that he broke my heart anyway. The very thing I was trying to avoid ended up happening because there was a lesson that I needed to learn. Thinking back on it, I went through so much hell in that relationship. But when I was in the thick of it, I couldn't see it for what it was. That lesson was definitely definitely a bought lesson and it was bought with a broken heart and many nights crying into my pillow wondering what could I have done differently. The truth is there was nothing I could have done differently because the purpose of that relationship was to teach me a lesson. It was tied to my destiny. What lessons are you trying to avoid? When we keep going round and round in a relationship trying to make it work and things aren't working out, when we're the only only one fighting for the relationship. We have to ask ourselves, what's the lesson here? I know what it feels like to be in an unhappy and unhealthy marriage. That's why I'm committed to openly sharing my experiences to help you change the trajectory of your relationship and fully support you with the resources and tools you need to have a beautiful life and happy marriage. It's possible, you guys. I have that. I have that now in my relationship, but I've been through it. I've learned lessons. Beginning in February, you can join my membership lounge, Live Happy, Love Better. It's a community of high-vibing married women who are doing the self-work to have a beautiful life. In this community, you'll get the resources, support, and tools to maintain healthy and happy marriages while living big, bold, and beautiful lives. You're not just a wife. You're not just a married woman. You have dreams. You have goals. You have ambitions. And we are here in this community to support you while you maintain a healthy and a happy marriage. Go to yourdayandbeyond.com today for more information about this dynamic community of married women who want to define marriage on their own terms and get the support they need to live their best lives. Life is one of our greatest teachers. Those challenges that we face are not meant to break us, but rather to build us up and strengthen our character. To live a big, bold, and beautiful life requires fortitude and strength. If things are always easy for us and we never encounter an experience that will stretch us beyond where we are now, we will not mature. Growth and change are all natural parts of life. Our toughest 
experiences are the ones that bring about the most needed change in our lives. It's true that we are creatures of habit and that the familiar is comfortable, but we can't compartmentalize our experiences if we want to grow. Either you're going to experience life to the fullest and accept everything that comes along with that, or you're going to close yourself off and shrink into a life of meaningless existence and probably end up with a lot of regrets. I don't know about you, but I made my mind up a long time ago to live life in a bold and beautiful way with no apologies. I don't owe anyone an apology for wanting to live my life beautifully. My experiences may lead to hard lessons that shape and mold me for the better, but I'm fine with that. I vowed years ago to no longer let what if define whether or not I take the risk in this life. What if I don't succeed? What if I do? What if I don't get married? What if I do? You only have one life to live. So why not live bold and beautiful? When I decided to divorce my ex-husband, I didn't just get divorced and hope for the best. No, I was methodical about it. First, I worked on me and my my mindset. After being in an unhealthy and unhappy marriage for so many years, I needed to work on my thought process and create more positivity in my life. I've always been an optimistic person, so I wasn't afraid to embrace a new way of thinking that would open my mind and my heart up to the possibilities of what lie ahead. I practiced visualization exercises to visualize the life I wanted and open up my mind to feel that life as well. Before I even met my current husband, I wrote a letter in my journal to God about the man I wanted to marry. I was very specific and detailed, not about his looks or about his wealth or anything like that. It was about his character and then his physical appearance. During my meditation and prayer time, I would visualize my life with my husband, the things we would do, the friendship we would have, and the type of marriage we would have. I manifested what is now my reality today. I'm married to one of the most loving and kindest people I know. We have a beautiful marriage that we both work hard to maintain and we have a wonderful friendship. We truly enjoy each other's company. We have not killed each other in this pandemic. Staying home, up under each other. Yeah, we get on each other's nerves every now and again, but it's not unbearable. Our connection and bond is more than what I prayed for. And I'm truly grateful for every broken heart I experienced every lie I was told by men who were in my life for a season and every failed relationship because all of it, all of it was tied to my destiny. Ladies, I know how hard it is being single and wanting a love of your own. I know because I was once where you are and I remember how much I desired to have a soulmate to spend my life with. But as much as I desired to have 
lost someone, I knew that there were some things I needed to do first before I could attract the love that was right for me and that I deserved. If you're ready to find your soulmate, I'm ready to support you. The Dream Lover Challenge kicks off in February. Let's explore why you keep attracting the wrong man and what is blocking you from Mr. Right. Don't forget to join me here every Wednesday for some impactful and thought-provoking insight on topics about dating, relationships, and everything in between. Hit the subscribe button now so you won't miss a single episode and please leave a review. I'd love to hear from you. After I meet a stranger, I often wonder if I've just entertained an angel. I think about how that person may even be tied to my destiny. Sometimes we meet a stranger that ends up being a lifelong friend. Other times we meet a stranger who serves a specific purpose in our life. I make it a point to stay open to the possibilities when I meet someone new. There are six spiritual seasons of life that we cycle through and oftentimes the strangers that we encounter are tied to our destiny. When we know what season we're in, it's easier to discern how people in our lives are contributors. We're very much creatures of habit. Our minds would rather stay in the pattern of unwanted behavior rather than support us in transforming our mindset and behavior that serves us in a more fulfilling and meaningful way. Transformation requires you to be intentional in your efforts and it requires consistency to change the old thought process that is tied to the unwanted behavior. Life is one of our greatest teachers. Those challenges that we face are not meant to break us, but rather to build us up and strengthen our character. To live a big, bold, and beautiful life, it requires fortitude and strength. Either you're going to experience life to the fullest and accept everything that comes along with that, or you're going to close yourself off and shrink into a life of meaningless existence and probably end end up with a lot of regrets. Well, beauties, I want to thank you for listening to this episode today and encourage you to share this episode with all of your family and friends. I'm also looking forward to hearing your thoughts on today's episode. I ask you again, are you living or existing? If you're existing, what's keeping you from living the big, bold, and beautiful life that you deserve and desire? Go to yourdayandbeyond.com or your day and beyond on Instagram and let me know. Either way, I want to hear from you.